Hey warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell, and today we are talking about the process, honoring the process, honoring the process of refinement. You know, we're going to dive into the conversation because God works in us and through us and around us through our process. And yet the process of whatever we're going to is often the part that we like, ah, we resist so much. We struggle with it. We want to bypass it. We want to shortcut it. Like we're looking for fixes and solutions in the middle of it. And we, you know, we hear this stuff all the time, like, oh, it's about the journey, not about the destination and all these cute little memes, but really to be in the process of whatever we're going through in our lives, not just a project that we're working on, but the refinement of our character, the expansion, you know, of, and the building of our capacity of what we can hold, you know, it requires newer, deeper levels of us being revealed, more of our character being worked on and honed in so that we can be men and women of conviction, of clarity, of focus, you know, and it happens in the process. So I want to share a little bit about some of the things that I've been going on in my process, some, you know, revelations and also some confirmations that I've had. Cause sometimes in those struggles, in the moments where it's like, you're wrestling it really helps to have some sort of like confirmation. You know, how many of you out there are like, God, just send me a sign, send me a sign that I'm moving in the right direction. Like send me a sign I'm on the right path, right? And there is this peace that washes over us and there is this knowing deep inside, but isn't it always the challenge is really trusting, right? Trusting, 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 surrendering and yielding to the next move, the next step is always the challenge, right? It's always a work in progress, in process. So, you know, I want to backtrack a little bit I hope that I leave you guys with some real solid things today to lean into. If you're in the middle of a process that you're going through, that you're feeling yourself being pulled through, whether you opted in for it or not, that I will leave you with some encouragement, some things to really integrate into your life, right? I always like to make these things not only like shift the way that you're thinking, but give you something that you can actually sink your teeth into and lean into and hold on to as you move through, right? That, that these things will anchor you. So I'm thinking like about 2020, you know, 2020 is when it started with COVID. It started before that, like the process starting, but really in 2020 with, with the pandemic starting, I was in the middle of my bricks and mortar facility. Like I'd known for some time that it was time to change the work I was doing. I'd been feeling my calling to move, you know, into a new sphere, a new field of work, going deeper into the work I was doing in the mental health emotional, spiritual side of, of the work, instead of just the physical side, the embodiment work through the fitness and health industry, I was just really feeling like I would just 
craved, you know, to, to have the time location freedom to be able to be more mobile. I was in a relationship with Mark at the time, obviously he was in the U S I was in Canada. So I could tell that there was like this reorganization about to go down in my life. Right. And I think a lot of us felt that way. And certainly we got catapulted into it with the pandemic, but you know, that year of 2020, 2021, you know, those two years were really just such a beautiful season, a wilderness for, I think for many of us, but for me, especially, I just felt that that was a season where God really took me in and like really worked on my heart. You know, I had to let go. I I had to let go of so many things that I had spent years and years and years and years building, you know, 10 years building this holistic health and performance studio, these dreams, this vision, how, you know, the ideas that I thought about what that was going to look like. And it was like, okay, that, that season, my love is complete. You know, that season is complete. I'm taking you into a new season. At that time, I'd also created an online business. I was doing a lot of high-performance coaching. I was running high-performance group programs, employment programs, leadership programs, and I was doing it online, but I was using a completely different curriculum, completely different methodologies, a lot of them which were passed on to me. And yes, I was always infusing my own stuff, but like I was really sort of following a program and bringing my own gifting into it. But in 2020, 2021, I just felt like I was really pulled into this place where God was like, you know, now we're going to remove, we're going to remove anything that's not essential, necessary, foundational for where I'm taking you next. And there was a big season of quiet, quieting my spirit. Some of you know, I ended up going to Sedona for a month. I was hiking and praying and meditating and like wrestling because I was like, you know, I was still working with my clients. I was still going, you know, hosting some group things here and there, but it was almost like there's this universal like pause, you know, on everything. And I know we, again, we all felt it, but there was almost like this breaks, you know, that came on and was like pumping the brakes, like slow down, stop, breathe. And the, the inner wrestling that goes on when we're in this space, where we're like, I got to move on. I got to, I got to do something else. You know, like what's next? I got to pivot. I got to adjust. I got to execute. I got to right. And that's what the world was screaming, like pivot, adjust, execute. And then that was the time where he's like, yeah, no, we're just going to be still. We're going to wait. You're going to wait on me to give you direction. The beautiful thing is as 2021, I think emerged, everything was new. Everything was new in my business. Everything was new in how I was delivering my programs. Everything was new in the program I was delivering, the journey I was taking clients on, the structure of my business. I had completely dissolved the bricks and mortar facility after 10 years of having it, buying my own commercial property, spending a couple hundred thousand dollars in renovating it and building out the whole construction just 18 months before the pandemic. And literally all of that, it was like zoop, overnight, you know, it wasn't overnight. It felt like overnight. It was over nine months, but it literally was like, so built up. I built it up, built it up, built it up. And it was like, boom, just like that. It was like pivot. Yeah, we're pivoting. All right. We're going a hard left here. You thought you were going one way. And it's funny how we try to hold on to what we had while also wanting to expand and grow and move into the next season, right? I was kind of like, for a while, I didn't do it for too long, but for a while, and I'm saying like probably a couple of years when I knew, I knew, I knew, 
even in the last year, I was like, okay, but how do I maintain and hold on to this business and let it keep growing and multiplying and doing its thing while also moving into the next one and following my calling? And I don't know. I do believe again that some people can do that and that's their calling and stuff. It was not mine, right? And so I had to let go. I had to put down, I had to release from my grip this vision that I had been holding for so long because it was literally like that was the completion of that phase that was then taking me into the next one. And as I moved through this, like there was so much doubt, there was so much confusion, there was so much input of different ideas and people that I was following and listening to in the business world. And I think you guys know, I've shared this many times on the podcast, but I got to this place where like, I was allergic to noise. I I felt like, so I could not handle reading another book. I couldn't even look at my bookshelf at all those business books. I was like, I just was so repulsed in a way, like I just, my soul, my spirit could not handle receiving any more input, right? It was just creating this mass confusion within me. And here's what I want to say is that sometimes, you know, God will lead us into a season of isolation to draw us closer to him, to a, a season of isolation so that we can really go inward and start to hear what his voice sounds like, what his direction sounds like, what his presence feels like, instead of the direction, the noise, the input, the opinions of everyone else, right? It can get confusing, especially if we're surrounded by well-meaning, well-intended friends, family leaders, counselors, you know, all the things. And by the way, this is not to say eliminate all the noise, but I wanted to bring this up because in that season, really going into that place of solitude, right? Not so much isolation. I felt isolated, right? For in the beginning until I dropped into the place of enjoying the intimacy and the solitude. In that solitude was when all the clarity came to open up, right? All of the pieces started to come to me. The next vision came to me. The next mission came to me. It wasn't about, okay, Christine, what do you want? What do you want to make happen? What's your vision? It was like, what is the vision? And as we wrap up 2022, I'm about to host a vision planning day. It's not a vision planning day, but it's actually a vision receiving day at my home for a handful of close clients and friends. But, you know, it's really about God, what is the vision that you're handing to me that you're sending to us? you know, for this coming year. And it's a very different directive, right? It's not us and our will trying to push and force and make our own agenda go, but it's actually yielding, leaning back, opening up and allowing the vision, the calling to come to us. And once it does, like you can't run from it. Like it's so clear, right? Once we heed the call and we start moving in that direction, there is a mission that is assigned to us, right? It's and in the mission is again, it's so clear, it's so precise, and like you can't hide from it. It's like I can't ignore it, right? So I want to fast forward because in 2021, you know, and as the the new vision emerged, which was warriors of the heart, the community, right? Supporting kingdom-minded men and women into rising as powerful co-creators and taking them through this initiation and changing my work and really making it about the journey from head to heart, right? Doing things differently than we've been taught in our relationship. Like the focus was on restoring those original relationships. And by the way, it still is, but the how is starting to look different again, 
right? So he placed that mission. He gave me the program. He gave me the structure, the calling. Once I started to move towards that calling, it was like, boom, you know, new clients started showing up. People started dropping into the programs. I had such an amazing, abundant, prosperous year. I got the mission, which was you're doing this. You're talking about these things. And by the way, you're writing a book. Okay. And oh, the book's already been written. So this is my mission. Like it's still the mission at hand right now is I, I, I am called, I am assigned to finish complete being the messenger of this message and to write this book and to get it out. And here's the funny thing throughout the year, there's been moments, right? Where all of a sudden I get caught up in where I'm at in the delivery of, you know, serving clients or things that, you know, the business structures and events or things that I go to. And it's so subtle, but any moment that I kind of get out, out of, out of the path, right? I get distracted. I get a little bit like unconsciously unaware that I'm like, oh, I'm focused on the wrong thing right now. And I disconnect from the mission, the assignment that he gave me. It's like, boom, that's when things get hard, right? And it's like, in my gut, I know, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. I And, and don't get the next vision. I don't get the next mission until I complete the assignment that's been given to me now. And I think this is so important. I wanted to, to say this about the process is a lot of us are going through a process, right? Where, where we're being taken, you know, we're moving into our calling. We're always evolving in our calling. It's always evolving. It's always growing. And the calling has kind of always been with us, right? Whatever it is, maybe you're, you're there to call to lead people. Maybe you're there to help heal people. Maybe your, your calling is to, to serve in different communities. Like, you know, we all have these these callings that sort of just keep whispering to us throughout our lives. And I believe the calling keeps evolving, but at the core, the core, everything has been preparing us for it. And we get different assignments along the way, right? And these missions, these places that we drop into for a season, for a time are preparing us for more and more and more stepping into more of what God has for us, more of what God wants to do in us, through us, right? What we're there to do more of, to receive more, because the more we receive, the more we pour back out, right? So as we move through this, you know, a lot of us want to skip, like, okay, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, but we're not quite done where we're at. We're still in the process, right? So I just wanted to bring that up today to you, if you can just tune into that, like, what is the calling that you've been hearing, right? That whisper that's been pulling you, pulling you forward. And are you consistently coming back to that? That's like our North star, right? Like this is what I'm ultimately here. This is what everything's about. And if you're not quite sure what that is, just think about all of the times that you felt so lit up, so energized, so alive, so much like time and space were just disappearing and you were fully there in the moment, fully alive. Like, what about that? You know, what were you doing? It's not about the doing, but what were you connected to in that moment, right? What was the deep work? What was the deep connection? Like, that is the call. That's the pull. And everything else that we do, the doing is easy, right? It might be speaking for a moment. It might be being the CEO of a company for a moment. It might be being a mother for a season. It might be whatever. Calling is still the same. The doing changes shape, right? And the mission, wherever we are, is a little bit different, but it's always pointing towards the same direction, right? So as I, let's go back to the story for a minute, you know, in 2021, 
everything came out 2022. The last two years, I, I started to get a little like comfy in this. I'm like, all right, God, I know, I know what we're doing. I got this. You know, I we, we started the program. I've got the initiation. It looks like this, right? I'm doing the book. I've got the coaching programs. I, I've started to feel like, okay, we got this. But you know what happens somewhere along the way? It also starts to sound like I got this. I got this. I got this. And oh my gosh, how am I going to make that next thing happen? How am I going to do da, da, da? And what do I need to do? And it's so subtle, but that's where all of a sudden zoop, this contraction comes in. We get a little too comfortable in the space, in the new space, right? And we think, well, well, he already gave me the assignment. He already gave me the direction. I already know what I'm doing. So I'm good. I'm good for now. And I want to thank my friend, Miguel, Yesterday, this conversation is hugely inspired by him because I called him because I'm in the middle of writing this book. I'm on chapter eight. I'm, I've got about 10 chapters done, but I had to backtrack to chapter eight, which I realized needed to be inserted. And there's been a lot of wrestling and struggling in these couple chapters specifically. I'm really excited, but it, you know, I'm working on this chapter of remembering who you are. And in the moment, I'm also feeling that there's this sort of like pause again, right? Of like, Christine, I'm reorganizing some things again, right? In the delivery of this program in the next year, in the next season, it gets to look different. And I was just like, wait, what? No, we did it like this before, right? And here I am again. And I felt this tension. And it's almost like I I'm, I'm a feely person, you guys, you know, but it almost feel like something started pumping the brakes. I could feel it reorganizing around me. Like, okay, we're going to shift this a little bit. It's going to evolve again. The work is still the same. The calling is still the same. The program, the process is still the same, but it's going to change shape the way it looks, the way it's delivered, right? The primary focus is always the same but it gets to look different. And I think that's where we get tripped up. And that's where even I caught myself like, woo, you know, I started getting spun around a little bit, a little bit of confusion again, a little bit like seeking clarity. So as I was feeling this, I was like, I got to drop in. I got to drop in and I got to rest in the knowing that everything is being reorganized around me, right? Even though I can't quite see it, I don't quite know what it is yet. Can I slow down? Can I pause again where I was really speeding up for a while? I was like in full on speed mode, right? It was it was a season of moving quickly, executing quickly. And all of a sudden it was like, zoop, I felt like this need to like pause, stop. Don't take anything on for November, December. So everything that I'm doing now begins in January. And I resisted that a little bit. I mean, I didn't re resist it for long, but I just, I did surrender, but I could feel my inner, <laughs> you know, inner soul kind of wrestling with my mind. Like, whoa, no, we can't slow down. And there was like this whole dialogue going and it's like, just relax. We've been here before, right? Doesn't mean that your nervous system doesn't get tripped up sometimes, right? But when you feel Maybe you are sensing something in your atmosphere that it's like, you know what? I got to pump the brakes on this a little bit. I'm kind of forcing this. It's, it's got to look a little bit different. It's molding. It's like that it's changing shape. And writing this book has been so, you know, such a great teacher for me. It has challenged me and stretched me and refined me because, you know, first of all, there's an agenda in terms of you know, we meet every two weeks with the editor and they've got to do the editing and I submit a chapter and, da -da. and there are some weeks where I'm like, I know what I'm supposed to write, but it's like, boom, nothing. You know, it's just kind of like quiet. 
and I go to write, but I just can't bring myself to, and it's not writer's block because I know what to write, but it's almost again, like, you know, I'm feeling this, like, just wait, just wait. And it's like, no, but I got to get this done because there's a deadline. Right. And the, really the leaning in the surrendering, the yielding to the process is that to be tuned in and to know like, okay, if, if I'm really sensing in my gut and my spirit, like in my atmosphere that I've got to just hold, hold, you know, hold the line for a minute, hold up, slow down, wait, it's because he's got something for us that hasn't quite come through. And so it's been such a cool journey to see that even as I paused and I moved on to the next chapter, because I wasn't quite complete with that one, right? Or I skipped ahead too, because I felt like, you know what, I've got this piece right now. Then I'll be out for a walk one day and all of a sudden he'll drop exactly what I needed for that chapter. It's like all of a sudden it's revealed for me, right? That piece, that missing component that I needed earlier that I wasn't quite ready to receive came in through another door, right? And another time while I was doing something completely differently. And so to me, this is like the multidimensional way, the how of creating with God is like, it's not linear. It's not our timeline. That's like, okay, I start with A, A, B, C, D, E. Everything is in perfect order. It's like exactly on my timeline. It's like, it moves around, right? And we are literally just taking that next step, that next piece of action that is delivered to us, that assignment. And we know, we know if the assignment is complete, but also I just encourage you to pay attention to the speed in your process. Like, are you forcing the speed? Are you honoring the pace, right? Like there's so much at play here. Are you able to put something down for a minute, walk away from it, take a breath, relax, go play with your family without obsessing about the thing at hand, right? I was struggling with this. You guys, I'm going to raise my hand because I was like starting to obsess about needing to get things done in a certain time. And I knew that I dropped out of that path, right? I had dropped out. I had had taken a sidestep and now it was like my will, my will was kind of taking over. So I wanted to, to share this because this is the process, my loves. This is the process that in that process of the discomfort that I was feeling of like, I need to be faster. I need to get this done. I need to fill in your blank. Your I need to, right? I need to fill the next programmer. I need to, <laughs> whatever it is, have a certain amount of money in my bank account by this day, or we need to, right? These conversations that we have as couples, like we need to do this. We need to do that. There's this contraction that happens. Instead of like, what is the next step? What are we being called to do? Where where is the spirit leading us? Where are we being moved to take action, right? And what does it look like to really be in obedience? I saw a beautiful quote as I was out on my walk this morning that is spiritual maturity does not come over time. It comes through obedience. Spiritual maturity comes from obedience, not over time. Right. And I think like not only the maturity, but the, you know, the benefits of the maturity, which are the prosperity, the joy, the love, the abundance, the blessings, the clarity, the focus, the, the removal of obstacles in our path. It comes from being in this place of obedience, right? Obedience to that inner knowing that is placed inside of us by our creator, right? By the spirit. So, just remembering today that the refinement season, the the process is a, sometimes can feel like a wilderness season. And sometimes it can feel like the full on harvest again. And it's all part of it. 
I love what my friend Miguel said yesterday as I was talking to him because he said, you know, Christine, sometimes we fall in love with the view. We sit a little too long in one place. We get complacent, right? We get too comfortable. We're like, but I like the view here, Lord. I like, like, I like the view here. I don't want to move over there. Right. And again, it's like sitting in a, I mean, obviously I, I always talk in analogies, you know, it makes me think about sitting at a resort and you're like on a beach chair and you're just like sitting there and you're sitting there and it's like, initially it's like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. You know, it's so beautiful. You're so grateful to be there. You want to swim in the ocean. You want to play. You want to explore everything. And then if you stay too long, you start to get a little like expectant. (laughs) Like it always has to like, people need to do this for me. And gosh, like the food has to be this way. And the service has to be that way. And like, we can get a little bit dissatisfied actually and complacent and expectant of things to just show up for us on our timeline. And so this is actually what I noticed when he said that. I was like, man, that is so good. And that is so true. And again, it's an affirmation and a confirmation of what I knew, but I needed to hear again. And that's why, as I was writing yesterday and I paused after a couple hours, I said, I'm going to go for a walk. And right away, his name popped in. So I called him. I said, I don't know why I'm calling you, (laughs) but you came to my mind. And he also said, well, you've been on my mind for six days. So I'm glad that you called me. And we didn't really know what we were going to talk about, but it was exactly what I needed to hear in the moment. And I just love how, how things work like that, right? What I needed was just that reminder to keep trusting and keep doing it the way that I know intuitively, instinctually, like in my gut, that I'm being called to do things right now to, to shape them and move with them and evolve with them. And it's okay to change shape as we move forward instead of being in a place for too long, starting to freak out when things are not, you know, upholding a certain standard or looking the same way, but being able to move. And so it was a great conversation about, you know, enjoy the view, love where you're at, love where we've been taken, right? Love the, love that opportunity you've been in. Maybe you're sitting in a a position at work where you've been called in to, you know, rectify or reorganize an organization, or maybe you're being called to work on a certain project for a certain season, or maybe you've been in a relationship. Maybe you're starting to notice things are moving, right? And can we just be so grateful for what we were just in that was preparing us for where we're going, that we can get up when we hear that call, you know, that says, hey, you know what, it's time to get up from this sunset, because I got a sunrise for you around the next peak, around the next mountain. There's something else I've got for you. There's something else I need you to lead people into. There's something else I want to show you that you can show into others. If you sit here too long, you won't be able to show them the next thing that I have. And so I have this visual, you know, of sitting on this beautiful sunset and I'm overlooking the mountains. Mark and I just went for a date on Saturday and I love hiking. We went to Grandfather Mountain. We were, we were above the clouds. You know, we were sitting there above the clouds and it was the most epic view. And even then, after a while, you know, it was so gorgeous. We were laughing. We were just so grateful to be there. It was so life-giving. And even then, you know, there's a time to get up and move, move again, get up, move again, get up, move again without getting too comfortable, without sitting too long. Because you know what happens if you sit too long on that beautiful view? Sometimes you start looking at your phone on top of the mountain because you get bored with the view. You don't appreciate it anymore, right? You stop being so excited, so delightful. You stop delighting in it. You stop wanting to share it. And you start going back into those pockets of distraction, of expectation, right? And we lose sight of the beauty if we stay there too long. 
And so I think this is such a powerful message for any of us, whether it's our marriage, whether it's our business, whether it's a project, a position, anything that you're in is if you've been sitting in something for too long and you've lost, you're starting to lose the joy. You're starting to lose the appreciation for it. You're starting to lose the beauty. I'm curious if God has been nudging you to move, not necessarily out of the relationship, okay? That's not what I'm saying. Maybe it's to move deeper into intimacy inside of your relationship, right? It might be that. It might be to move in the way that you lead your people differently in this coming season. I work with a lot of leaders that are running organizations and they have been leading a certain way, but what worked back then is no longer working, right? What worked back then is now creating a lot of friction and they're scared to move and shift the way they lead their organizations because what they know is what they know. But all of a sudden it's kind of like the king that's got his, you know, his kingdom And all of a sudden there's like rumbling from the inside, right? And his warriors are no longer gathering around him in the mission anymore, but they're starting to grumble and vie for position and vie for the seat. Sometimes we've got to reclaim the territory that we've been given and go deeper into our leadership mission. And that means cultivating within us a deeper spirit of certainty, of clarity of what we're there to do, right? What the real mission at hand is, because that evolves over time as well right? And we have to revisit these things. So maybe that moving is moving deeper or moving things within an existing space as it is for me, right? So right now, as I'm heading into 2023, I could feel there's been a stirring in my atmosphere and I'm being called what worked last year, what we did last year. It's going to be, it's great. I'm building off of it, but it's not quite looking the same in 2023. And I love that because God is always the same, right? Like, and again, a lot of this is about supernatural blueprints for extraordinary leadership, loving, leading, living your life. We're not following cookie cutter blueprints and strategies that the world gives us. We're not following cookie cutter strategies like, look, here's the template. Here's the cookie cutter thing. Just plug and play and it'll work. You know, I tried that. I did that. I did that when I had my studio for 10 years. And every time I tried to implement that, that stuff worked for a tiny bit, but then things would break really fast because I was forcing and trying and it was life sucking, right? Those templates, those things, those frameworks, they might work for a season, but they always need to be changed and evolved. And if we're not willing to trust and tune in and go, what about this? What about this is no longer in alignment? What, what's the next iteration, right? We get stuck, we get stagnant and we start to contract. So even though like we get to remember, like God is always present He has always been the same. He's never changed. He's always there, always leading, always guiding, always providing clarity, and yet always moving and always moving and always calling us to move and always stirring things up and always giving us a place to go, a seat at the table, a direction to move into, right? I think this is, again, is to remember that he calls us. We are called to move into the place that he has already cleared the path for. The scary thing is for us to listen, to get up off of our sweet little mountaintop or cozy chair in the office or wherever we are, whatever castle we built for ourselves or whatever castle he gave us, right, where we've gotten a little too comfortable and to go back out into the wilderness, into the unknown, into the space that he's calling you to move into next. So as I wrap a couple things, 
I want to really make sure that I circle back to as you guys are in the process of whatever you're in, you know, if you've been sitting comfy for too long because you're getting complacent, you're getting dissatisfied, you're getting a little expectant, but not in the delightful way, right? In the judgmental, critical, can't access my joy quite the same way I used to kind of way, right? You're walking into your home, your castle, your relationship, and you grumble and you complain, right? Instead of being delighted, being joyful, building each other up, excited to be there. You've lost the inspira, the inspiration to be there. And not that you have to move all the time. You know, Joy, some days we just got to show up and we have to obey and we get to do and we get to cultivate the spirit of enjoyment, right? Of delight, of appreciation. It's also a character that has to be developed right? We're not just talking about leading by fleeting feelings. We have to cultivate the atmosphere and the environment we want, cultivating appreciation, cultivating joy, cultivating delight, reminding ourselves, put that phone down, right? Be present, be here, look for the beauty wherever I am. Put the phone down, put all of this destruction and noise down, move into the place of solitude for a little bit so I can hear where am I being called now? What is the clear mission right now? If I'm in a seat, if you're in a seat, you know, in an organization, if you're the founder, you're the owner, you're an employee, it doesn't matter. If you have a seat, you have a seat right now at a table and you're there on purpose for a purpose. Are you clear on what it is or are you going through the motions? So I'm speaking right now to the people who love, you know, the growth, the journey, who really want to dig their teeth into everything that God has for them in their relationships, in their calling, in their mission, as parents, as lovers, as leaders. Like, really, you don't want to settle. I hope not. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And that requires that you are willing to move, willing to move, 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 move. And you do that. You get the courage to do that. You get the strength to do that. You get the faith to do that when you drop in, right? And you don't fall in love with the view for too long, but you know that God is always moving and you are called to march with, to move when you are, when you, when you feel, you know, when you are spoken to, when you have that knowing that, you know what, something's stirring, something's reorganizing. I got to go. Okay. So I want to say one final thing before I hop is that in these seasons, and this is a big one for me, and it has to do with like shutting down the noise. And it's kind of funny that I'm saying this on a podcast because I'm talking to you, but this has been so huge, so huge, so huge, so instrumental for me. Take inventory of the people in your life on a regular basis. I cannot stress this enough. So often as I'm going through process, as I'm going through a process, it starts to really be clear to me, the people, maybe it's team members, maybe it's certain friends, maybe it's certain influencers or books like authors, podcasts that you listen to. It could be anything that is influencing you or your work, your employees, right? Like their, their hands, their energy, you know, their atmosphere is also part of whatever you're creating, right? And we've got to, this is so huge, you guys. Like as I moved through the last season of, of the deep refinement, the deep process that I, I went through, and like as I'm going through it again, it's like I one of the things I'm always called to do is girl, take inventory for a minute. Hold on, let's take inventory. Let's take inventory. What are you giving your energy to? What is getting your ear? right? What are you allowing to influence you and have a hand on your work? 
And I got to say, like, this is not a fun part of it because sometimes people have been with you for a while and you're like, man, I know that our season, our time has run its course and where I'm going, this person isn't ready to go yet. Right. And this might be employees. Like we always give them an invitation to rise, to be skilled, to be trained, to, and still, I believe an inner journey with them too. As you grow, as you evolve, as you get to know more and more of yourself and you move more and more into your calling, like everything around you will have to reorganize with you. It's just like the law of how it works, right? So if you're working with me as a leader and I see this consistently and they are evolving and upgrading and changing and they're just having a completely different relationship with themselves and like they're having new levels of clarity, like all of a sudden the things start to reorganize around them. And the scary part is taking inventory of the people that are on the team that are in the march with you, right? Again, employees, friends, influencers, things that you are influenced by, right? What books do you read? What podcasts do you listen to? What music do you listen to? Like who gets your ear? Because whoever gets your ear gets your mind and gets your heart. And it's these are the things that pull us off course so subtly. And this is another thing that I was convicted of recently is that I started asking myself, like, wait a second, where did I start to feel this contraction again? Because I was like super in flow. And all of a sudden it was like, man, I just started getting these waves of anxiety washing over me. I did a podcast on anxiety a few episodes back. I started getting these waves of anxiety. And I was like, what on earth is this about? Like, I don't get anxiety like this. Okay. I just don't. Like, I usually am so at ease and relaxed. And lately it was just like, it was coming on me like waves. I actually even was waking up in the middle of the night, like kind of panicking. And I just, it was so, I'd known that from the past, right. From my days before, but I hadn't experienced that in a few years. And so another thing that started to wash over me was these waves of like dissatisfaction or like a little bit of confusion. And, and I was like, wait a second, as these waves came over me, I knew something in the atmosphere was off, right? There was something that I had either allowed into my sphere of influence that was distorting my vision a little bit or, you know, pulling me out of alignment. And also it was a time of reorganization, both. So what I did here, and I want to just, you know, really pass this on is, you know, really surrendering, taking a breath and giving myself permission to slow down again, pump the brakes, disconnect, unplug. I unfollowed a lot of people over the last month. I unfollowed and unsubscribed to a lot of things because everything, even if it's an email that I'm just deleting all the time, it still affects, right? It's still there in your subconscious. Even if it's a book on the corner of your shelf that you don't read anymore and you kind of just like the color of it, but it's, it's there. Your subconscious still connects to these things, right? Anything in your atmosphere that's got to go to clear space, get rid of it. And so this is what I did the last month. I've been in a purging season again, right? Of like, okay, what, who do I not need that energy, that influence, that thing right now? Like it, what got us here is not going to get us there, right? And as I open up space, it allows room for even more of the aligned, right influence to move into my life, right? The right relationships, the right mentor, the right direction. But I had to drop back into pumping the brakes, removing the noise 
And there was a couple clear ones that I had allowed in that I was like, ooh. And I knew right away, I'm like, this is off. I got to unsubscribe, unfollow, delete. Like, and there's a part of me that's like, oh, but, but, but what if they, what if they see something good? Like, what if, and I was like, no, because every time I tap into that well, or I read that Instagram post or whatever, something inside of me knows, something in my soul knows that is not at a soul level. Like, that's not true. That's not resonating right? It looks good. Looks good on paper. Looks good in a meme. It looks good in a post, but something about that made me incredibly unsettled. And so anywhere that I'm unsettled, I got to either go inward. Doesn't mean get rid of it. If you're unsettled, there might be work to do, right? Something might be stirring something inside of you because you've got work to do. And if it's convicting me and it's unsettling me, I might actually need to lean into it. If, but if it's also, if it's unsettling me and something feels off about it, a part of me sort of is just like, hmm, that, I don't know, then I would just tap into that. And this is like what we're talking about now is discernment, right? So I hope that these are some things that you guys can sink your teeth into. I wanted to share a little bit of my journey because I'm right along with the process, in the process with you, you know, I just wanted to remind you no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, that God works through process and new, deeper levels of you. Like more and more of you will be unlocked as you embrace your process and you move forward in obedience, more and more of your spiritual gifting, your natural gifting that you don't have to do anything for. It was placed in you from the beginning will be revealed to you. You'll be able to use it. You'll be able to unlock it. It will start to multiply in you and around you as you move through process. The equipping happens in the process. The blessing happens in the process. The intimacy happens in the process, right? The power is experienced in the process. That reward that you see that you that you get to like enjoy, you know, the top of the mountain view, it's for a little bit. It's beautiful. It's there so you can tell other people about it. I received the blessing so I can then give it to other. And then it's like, okay, girl, let's go. We're moving on. Doesn't mean I lose the blessing. I always have that beautiful memory of that view. I know how to get there. I I cherish it like treasure, but I keep moving. I don't stay attached to one blessing. I hope that this was helpful for you. You guys, if you you know resonated with this podcast, if you are going through process, you know someone else who is who needs to hear this message, please forward the, this podcast to them right now. I love, love, love to hear from you guys. If you want to connect with me on Instagram at the Christine Jewel, let me know what's coming up for you as you're tuning in to these podcasts. Lastly, I want to leave you with 2023. The initiation is going to look different. I've really been feeling again, the spirit has been calling me, moving me, that this gets to be a year-long experience that's open to a lot more people. It is a mentorship experience to take people, men and women, through a process of initiation, a process of going out of their head into their hearts, of restoring right their heart, their relationship with themselves, with God, with the opposite sex, and really learning to tune in and trust the voice of the spirit where he's leading you in this season, you know, and how to rise as powerful co-creators, masculine and feminine, like really reconciling those original relationships. Because I know that when we get these relationships, right, our relationship with ourself, our relationship with God, our relationship with our husband, our wife, the opposite sex, everything else in our life starts to come into order. Everything else starts to open up. If we don't do it, everything starts feeling like speed bump after speed bump after speed bump right? So if you are interested in learning more about the 2023 initiation, 
I'm completely changing the way I deliver it. It's going to be highly accessible to a lot more people. You can go ahead and click on the link in the show notes to reach out to me about 2023 initiation. And if you want to go deeper, there's always an opportunity for private mentoring. It's by application only. You guys can look at that link as well. Until next time, thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously in the untamed life. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.